we'll take it from the Mishnah on the top of the, towards the top of the page on Daflam and Hey, and that's where we're starting. Meiser Bezach, Meiser, we got here a story. Bezachar Sherechalam, Zakim. It was, I mean, it happens. What, you know, till it gets a blemish, it's prohibited. So what do you got over here? There was this male ram that was quite elderly. Vesaru Medulto, and the wool has never been cut off because, of course, it's forbidden. It's a Bukhar, it has a sanctity of a Bukhar. There's no ability to bring it as an offering because there was no base of Mikdash, and it was just old and getting, you know, and full of uh, wool. You know, and as you know, when the wool gets really overgrown, it starts, you know, hanging, you know, hanging low. So, and there was a Gentile officer that noticed. What's the deal with this animal? It just, you know, all the other animals are, you know, shorn and taken care of. And this one's like sitting around. It's very old and you know, has all its wool on it. It's like something's weird with this. What's up with that? So they told him, it's a firstborn. We cannot slaughter it. The only way is if it has a blemish. Well, it doesn't have a blemish, nothing we could do. Nato Pigum, so he took his spear. Fitzaramazno, and he speared it right through the ear. Okay? Obama Safnechum, they asked, what's the story? Can we eat this animal or not? Fetiru, they said, you may. So what happened? Once they allowed it, he said, what other Bechorus do you got over here? I saw that it helped what I did. The guy, Let who, me... the guy who took out the spirit, a Jew? Or... Gentile. Was it fear of the Romans that made around that? This this is not, I know, they're not, Phil. No. Okay, he, was, yeah. he didn't, he, he just, he said, well, you worried about a blemish? He just like pulled I'll his gun it, and I'll shot it right through the ear. Okay. There you go. Got a blemish right there. What's the problem? Well, they permitted it then. They permitted it. We'll, we'll see well, in a second. Let's go. Yeah, we didn't even finish the mission. Let's the finish it. Question. <laughs> Whatever. That's right. So that's what happened. Now, what happened? As soon as they said it's allowed, so then he went out to every firstborn and poked out the ear, in the ear, made a hole in every one of them. Right? And they said, nah, sorry. That's not allowed. The first one. Yeah. Another story. There was another time. Kids playing happens all the time. And what they do, as kids would uh, or want to do, and they tied two tails of two sheep onto each other. Let's see what happens. Okay. <laughs> By the way, it's like uh, in certain communities in Israel, they do that with the cats. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's uh, whatever. That was, that's entertainment. They don't have television. What do you want? Okay. We're dangerous. Okay. What? We're dangerous. They can't fight back. They can't fight back. Yeah. back. Right. Anyway. So bottom line is. I can't even do that. I can tie a tail. Okay. They, they tied they them. They could be a, with a rope. Oh, oh, they tied with a string. Or something. They, they tied them to each other. Anyway, Benifzika znava shalachemem. So one of the tails broke, tore off. I mean, what do you want? They pulled on each other. And it tore off a tail. And it happened to have been a firstborn. So they brought it to the rabbis. They and they said it was unintentional. It's fine. So Rosh Atiru, everyone says, 
Because she was nervous before us Achirim. So they said, now we can go in business. Okay? Let's, uh, we'll, tie, we'll, tie, we'll tie all the firstborn's tails to each other. One of them is going to come out good, right? And some kids have lemonade stands. Right, right. Who cares about a cat? Not a cat. This is a, this is a bechor. A bechor. A goat. A goat. We are stealing the goat. Yeah, we're in the bechor. Right now, like goat. That they yes, use that's right. They're not talking about that's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying they learned the Mishnah. They said, oh, that's a great idea. That's my guess. Okay? Anyway, the Asr, they said it's forbidden. Zakal, here's the principle. The principle is, when it's intentional, like the first case, or the, or the last the case. Kids that the kid's playing, it was unintentional, but then it's permissible. He says, what? They didn't have any intent. They were playing. That's all. The same thing with the, with the, with the person. He didn't know that his action will help anything. So it's called unintentional. It's okay. What? He did, though. The Roman knew. No, he did not. He asked, why is this one left alive? Why so they said. Let it age. It because it doesn't have a blemish. Oh, well, let me make a bone. Well, he didn't know that his blemish could work. Maybe it has to... I mean, he didn't blemish. I'll give we'll you a blemish. We'll see more about that. Right, but... Yeah, yeah, but he didn't know that his blemish would permit it. Yeah, okay, we'll see more about it. Isn't the same thing? He didn't know anything. He was clueless. When, he was, when it was explained to him. No. They explained to him if it has a blemish, we'll see, we'll see. then it's they did, the We'll see. We'll give it a chance. Give the Gemara a chance. Right, we'll give it a chance. Yeah. It's the same story with a ghost. Dabella, two more, that we accept that as a testimony. Well, well, yeah, but this is not a testimony. This is an action. Uh, I mean, the same. I the mean, point the, is that applies more so where we apply to mice too. I'm not sure if I understand the, the connection. If a goy says a tumor, just talks, you know, yeah. this and this happens. A lefi tumor. Yeah. It was un- right. I so we, we're right. Then we accept that as a as a testimony, a testimony. right? So you're saying it's a similar. We'll see. We'll Very see. Very similar, a, you know. The same okay. Yeah. Similar. Actually, we use the same terminology soon. Yeah. Okay. okay. So why right. in the first case? What? Yeah. The, the first one was mutar. Right. And the other animals were rasu. Right. No, because the, it tells you that he that he put blemish on other animals because it was intentional. Yes, that's the difference. The first time, he did not know that the rabbis would accept his action. He had no information. He didn't know that the rabbis would say that if a guy knocks it in, if a guy knocks it, if somebody acts on it by, you know, by himself, that it would be acceptable. He didn't know it would work. He just says, blemish? I can do a blemish. He didn't know that would work or not work. He had no information. He had no clue. Exactly, and that's why it's illegal. That's why it was acceptable. Okay. okay. Now, so the question is, so we have two stories here. Pamacheres, so two versions, either pamachas, pamacheres. Anyway, the bottom is like this. We need to talk about both cases. If we would just talk about a Gentile case, the loss of the Misrach. Because, uh, after all, um, nobody is, um, by the case of the Gentile, he is, um, there's less of a concern that it will happen another time, okay? And uh, because it's the Gentile that's acting on his own, so maybe there's less of a concern by the Gentile case. And that's why we said it was acceptable first time around. Maybe by the case of the children, where they're Jewish children, 
there's more of a concern, and therefore we would not be acceptable even the first time. A minor, the reason why it's allowed is because we can always distinguish between children and adults, as opposed to overcome by the Gentile. We can say that if the Gentile did it, maybe the Jew can do it. So therefore, maybe that would not even be acceptable on the first time. That's why he told us that it's all not acceptable. Okay, now, so Rav Chizda said in the name of Katina that there's an interesting diuk, interesting insight into the text of the Mishnah. It's only if he said that there was, that unless there was a blemish. He didn't say unless you put a blemish. He it says was. it was a blemish. That's right. So it has to be blemished. How does the blemish happen? He didn't <laughs> indicate that, he gave no indication that if you put a blemish that will help. He just says that it has to have a blemish. So, therefore, when he puts a blemish, it's like, he doesn't know if that's going to help at all. Maybe it has to have a blemish that's naturally caused, right? Because otherwise, why don't you put a blemish, right? <laughs> so, he has no reason to think that his action would really help. That's why it's acceptable. If the blemish would be made on it, even an active blemish, then it would be acceptable. That would be, it's like you're telling him, it's like saying, yeah, go make a blemish, right? You know, please, you know, like... Why would somebody deliberately make a blemish? Um, yeah, let me explain. A firstborn is sanctified. Firstborn right. animal is sanctified. Right. And nobody, and without a temple, we can't bring the sanctified animal as an offering. So we're stuck now, and there's nothing to do with this animal unless it gets a blemish then it doesn't, get, doesn't need to be brought as an offering, and then the, we can benefit from the animal. So you give it to the Kohen. That's why there is a vested interest in having a blemish here, because if there's a blemish, then the animal's useful. If there's no blemish, the animal is, remains forbidden for its whole life. That's the reason. Okay? Now you get it? That's the idea. So... So the Gemara, uh, so that's the so so that's what Rav Chizda said the name Rav Ketina. Amarava, not true. Mirtiv. Let us see. Memelahu. After all, this was uh, he had no idea that it would be permitted for him to do it. Okay, he wasn't intending to permit it. He was just oh, you said a blemish. I know how to make a blemish. He didn't think necessarily that it would work. Malihaya, malinase. He does, either way, he really doesn't know that it would work. Because bottom line is, obviously, nobody did put their blemish. So either way, when he does it, it was without intent of permitting it. So, it's also unintentional. In both cases, it's permitted. No matter what, how you worded it, it's not, he has no clue exactly. that it would help. And therefore, since he doesn't know that it would help, it, it, he it does help. But when he knows it helps, then it doesn't. That's, that's, the, that's the difference. He was an ignorant. Exactly. And that's he just came, ah, well, you cannot, uh, uh, this is a behor, and you cannot uh, benefit from it. So I took, he took out his spear, he did a blemish, and that's now you can, you can use it. Right, but he, he doesn't, doesn't know, know that, that that's going to work or not. No. He no, doesn't no, know what the rabbi no. is. When you say he doesn't know if it's going to work, you're assuming that he understands 
the they, nuance of the law. He has no information. He has no clue. He has no clue that it will work or not work. So therefore, that's called not intentional. Mm-hmm. But when you know it's working, that's when it's a problem. Okay. That's all. How did you just fact that he does it without any permission or asking, or should I do it, or he just does it? Yeah. That, that's, just the, that's, just the, that's just the facts we're given? Yeah, that's the we case. Don't, we don't know why. That's the story. It was a story. Oh, it's just soldiers. Soldiers were, yeah, soldiers were rough people. They yeah, just yeah, like, whatever, you know. He was a knife. He was playing with jewels. Just for the heck of it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for the heck of it. Exactly. That's exactly That's exactly it. true story? Yeah, true story. It really happened. It really happened. That's exactly what happened. The Romans were mean. He didn't mean it in a mean way. Yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't a big deal. We is do it, it to our goy? animals. A soldier. A no, Castor, Castor, Castor well, is a job. That's I mean, that's okay. What? What? Are you, the word Castor means in particular officer or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So good. with that, let's continue with the new Mishnah. Oh, I'm sorry. Shalolidas, where it was unintentional. I'm sorry, uh, I skipped on. Exactly, here's the rule. Okay. When it's intentional, also it's forbidden. What does that mean? Rule. Rule always includes. What's it including? Even an intentional, indirect act is also prohibited. Okay? And Shaloladas, what is that coming to include? Where I wasn't even talking to the Gentile. He was overhearing, a, one second, he was overhearing a conversation. And in our conversation, we mentioned it's like, oh, this animal doesn't have a blemish and it's such a big deal. That's also un- called unintentional. Yeah. So if it's done intentional and everything, then it's rejected. Correct. Mm-hmm. So if they, if we're in Israel, if they're thinking about it, and I know that they are, the rabbis over there are thinking about genetically engineering a red heifer intentionally. Oh, one second. The, the intentional, no, 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 no. Intentional, it, not all intentional things are forbidden. The intentional here is that when you are inflicting a wound in the animal with the intent to make it permissible, that's what's unacceptable because you're not allowed to put a blemish on an animal in, with the intent to permit it. That's the idea. Okay? okay? So if you're doing an act of, that's prohibited to do. There is no prohibition to use your ingenuity to come up with a red heifer. That's not a prohibition. Okay. So that would be acceptable. It could be. It's acceptable, right. I don't know how they're going to do it, but, you know, they still haven't figured it out yet. It's all in the genes. Yeah. All right. New. Let's DNA. continue. Haya Bechor, it was a firstborn, and Radfo. So, and it was chasing... You mentioned Grama, no? What? You mentioned the word Grama? Yes. Which Causative. Means? Indirect. We have this... Grama. And Shabbos, grama. indirect act, yes. Yeah, mitzvah grama, Oh, grama means to cause. So that's mitzvah. Uh, we we, we zaman, no? There we call zaman, that's a different... It's the same word, the same meaning, but it's a different context. That's where we say mitzvah saseh, mitzvah lo saseh, or mitzvah saseh, mitzvah saseh, shazman grama. That the time causes... Ah, 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 but it's also cause. Mitzvah lo ta'ase? No, ase. Ase? Shazman gurama. Moshachris. Right, it's something that has a set time to do it. That's what, that's what we mean over there. Mitzvah gurama. Right, okay. Ligrom. Right, to cause. Right. No Mishnah. Haya bechor ratho. So I'm, I'm walking down, minding my own business. I'm walking down the street. And there's a firstborn, happens to be a firstborn, that's coming to attack me. So... Uh, <laughs> 
So I fight back. What am I going to take it back? I'm going to take it sitting down. There's actually, you know, you could go on YouTube and catch these videos of people who are being, you know, uh, attacked by these goats. It's like, a, they will. you know, they will. what? They will. It happens, <laughs> right? They'll bump into you, right? So what do you do? So you kick the, you kick the animal. I mean, what do you, you know, like, they're little. These goats are pretty small, right? And in the process of protecting yourself, you cause the blemish okay. in the animal. Is that permitted or not permitted? That's permitted because you didn't do it with the intent to make a blemish in the Bechor. You did it as self-defense. That's okay. Absolutely. Okay. No, not so simple. Okay. You say absolutely. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. If you say absolutely, no. That's only a kick while he's chasing you, so you're trying to get him away from you, and you give him a kick, so maybe it'll scare him off, right? But at the time, it stopped chasing you, it was not interested in you. No, no, and now you're so angry, you <laughs> just run over and like, oh yeah, you give a big kick, right? I'll teach you, it was, I'll teach you a, message, a lesson, right? <laughs> That's after the fact, is that good? If he kicks it and gives it like a big cyst, and it has, but then a few days later it goes away. So we're going to get to what defines yeah. as a blemish. We didn't get there yet. No, but, but the point gave, being is... He gave him a shot. A shot after it. No, well, yeah, no, so this, the question is, is revenge yeah. also okay, okay, permissible? Okay, okay. That's the suffix. So Rapapa says... It's only good when it's at a self, an act of self-defense. Yes, but an act of revenge? No, not acceptable. Okay. So the Gemara says, Pshita, that fits into, that's part of, it says so. Maudit, so the Gemara says, no, it's not so obvious. Because Maudit, he might have thought, sorry, who the Midkar, I'm just bringing out my, my anger. I'm just, it's a release. I'm not doing it, I, I'm not doing it to, it, with to the intent, to intent of making it a, a blemished I'm animal. I'm just it. doing it because I remembered the, the suffering that I had, the embarrassment of being, you know, chased by, ha- chased by the goat. So I'm, so it's my, that's all I'm trying to do. Kamashmulat, that, that doesn't qualify. That's version one. You get army version two. I'm a papa lotemikshasridifa in avolosholobishasridifa lot. Don't think it's only when it's chasing you. Even if it stopped chasing you, Nami, you're still allowed and it's going to permit the animal. Why? My time at It's because it's his pain that he's doing it for. It's because of the humiliation I suffered from that goat. And therefore, that's not uh, my intent to inflict a wound for the purpose of permitting it. And that's why it's okay. Got it? Two versions. Maybe he could think that he's aggressive, an aggressive goat. Okay, yeah, guess it goes. Yeah, that yeah. was. Uh, of yeah, course, that's what it was. You when the goat's running away from you and you're chasing after it. Gigas, no, but he might chase. <laughs> <laughs> the goat might chase somebody else. Chase you. So, no, no, not only me. Yeah, but you can't. You going to kick? You going to kick it? Is not. Self-defense. It's but not self-defense anymore. And the question is, away. No, no. but my right. So what if happens you in save, the If you save the other guy. That's a different thing. We're you not know, talking about again, that, right? You say the okay. other guy because Rabbi saying, let's continue. That's fine. But what is the Gemara saying here? The Gemara is saying that even after there's two versions. Version A says it's only while you're being chased that you kick that it's okay. Okay. Not afterwards. And the other opinion says even afterwards. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Now, Amr of Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, Mutter latil mumbi bechor kodum There's a hetter to give a blemish before it comes into the world. So while it's still in the womb, it does not have sanctity. It only will get its sanctity once it's born. That's once its head is, comes out. 
So therefore, if you stick your hand in and make a cut in the ear before that qualifies as a blemish, you can do so and it would be not the prohibition, even though that's fully your intent, it's only a prohibition once it's born because that's when the sanctity kicks in. You follow? So Rava. So Rava says, therefore, Gadya, buy a goat which has long ears. Be'udne, you make the cut in the ears. Imra, buy a sheep, which the ears are usually folded down and not this, not as prominent. So Bisifase in its lips. Igdami, others say, Imra nami budne. Others say that even sheep also in the ears. Why? Because Imra derech tzedav, in fact, maybe it'll go out on the side, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily come out head first, and uh, it first. could come out the feet first as well. And therefore, you can access the ears before it's sanctified. Now, Amirava, Achal, Velo Michsi, how? Where? Which area qualifies as a blemish? Remember, blemishes have to be open blemishes. Or lower the. It cannot be internal, but it has to be visible. Okay. okay? I can. Uh, I can blemish the. So we're going to see. Now, the here's the story. So he did it in the mouth. While the animal eats, you still can't notice the blemish. But when it, when it, when it uh, yules, I don't know, yeah. when, it, when it makes the sound, you know, like a bat, oh, yeah, right? okay. when it cries out, but it opens its mouth very wide and then you can see it. Have a moment. That's called visible. In other words, it doesn't have to be always visible in the natural course of events. But even if only on occasion, when it opens its mouth wide, you can see the blemish. That also qualifies. So we have a contradiction. Have a moment. No, not a contradiction. Because it's at all. Because it's, because if the animal took out the, the head of the, uh, of the womb, it's already breathing, and we said. No, no, I'm not putting a new blemish. No, the question is, where, where, how visible does the blemish need to be? That's, That's all. Okay. Okay. Right. So, Michael Mashman, what's the Chiddush here? Tanina, it's a Mishnah. The outer, the, 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 the outer part of the mouth that's been cut, or Shinigmamu, or and the inner teeth that have been pulled out. Now, why does the inner teeth need to be more than the outer teeth? The answer is, my time because you will see, um, you can only see it when it opens its mouth wide. Um, and that's what we see. So, Amar Papa, Ravanami, time of the Masisim What he's doing here is clarifying the reason behind the Mishnah. My time and neck, Mama, why do the back teeth, when it pulled out, as a mom, because even though you can't see it now, when it opens its mouth wide and it's making it, it makes noises, then you could see it, and that's good enough. You see the missing tooth. Yeah. That's how we can tell whether a horse was healthy or not. It's like the saying, you know, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Right. Gift. Right. That you can tell the health. Horse, That's exactly that right. They look at the teeth to see how strong it is. Right? For what? The sheep people always open the door and check it out? And no. That's not Does what it it's saying. Like it? No, it's saying that being that it comes visible on occasion, but that's good enough. So that's called visible. That's the, it fills okay. the quality. Okay, now, fills the qualifications. New Mishnah. Kala mumim haru'uyin lavo bide adam. 
if there's a blemish, that man could have caused that blemish. Now, there are some blemishes that could not have been caused by us. You know, like those things don't happen. It's born with something strange or like certain things, it's just not something that we could have caused. Right? So if it's something that could have been done by us, but so a Roah Yisrael Nehmanen, a Yisrael shepherd, and we'll see what that means, can tell us, yeah, it happened by itself, even though it looks like something like a cut in the ear that could have been done by no, no, not born with it. We're talking about something happened. So he's the shepherd, and there's a cut in the ear. Now that cut looks like a regular cut. A bush. Right. So bush he says it wasn't done by hand. It was done by the bush. Right, exactly. If there's bite marks from an animal, so that we know it's not a man, you don't need any trust, trustability. But if it's a cut, that, it's a clean cut that could have been done by a knife, so that's an example of it could have been done by the Adam. But after all, the shepherd's a Yisrael. He has no vested interest. He's trustworthy. Nemanim. Ron Kahnim, but, but Kohen shepherds, ain't Nemanim. We don't trust him because, like we know, a, a Kohen has a vested interest because he's the one that gets to use the Bechor. All right. Rav Shem Gamliel Omer, Nemanu al-Shon Chaber, We trust the Kohen not on his own stuff, but on his friend's stuff we do trust because he's not going to be the beneficiary. And Romer Omer, no. Ha-Chosh al-Adavr lo-Danav if you are, if you're a suspect on a certain thing, you're out of the equation. You can't judge for yourself or for anybody. Finished. Okay. Where are we warring lately about the animal who had a blemish, about the Aren't we interested more in the quality of the no of the non blemish? No, because you have to realize we're talking to, to ourselves in nowadays when we cannot use the animal as a carbon. So the blemish is the only thing that's going to make it permitted. Right? We're talking about Jews in exile that don't have a base on Mikdash. That's the majority of our time here. And that's what these Mishnahis are focused on because that was the practical reality. These animals were like these old animals sitting around and nothing to do with them. So it's a big loss. And it's, you have to realize, and it's not only a loss, it's a cost. It's, you're feeding it, you're caring for the it's animal. Economic, it's an economic burden. It's a drain, exactly. It's, an, it's a big drain. So therefore, this is an imperative that we're, that, that, that was a, 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 a practical no, reality. We to it's a biggest, that's the bigger issue. That's okay. exactly right. Okay. Now, Rabbi Yochum Rabbi Lazar, Chad Amar Roi Yisrael Beit Kohanim. One version is that, what is Roi Yisrael? That's a Jewish shepherd. Mm-hmm. For a Kohen's property, Nemanim. They're believed. Why? Because they're I'm not Jewish, meaning a Yisrael, Israelite. Okay? He's not a Kohen. Can he does he get anything from the Bukhar? No. He doesn't get Who it. is it? Who's gonna get the benefit? No, no, he he loses the he gets money for every animal. No, he he's working for the he's money working for by the hour. Whatever it is. He's working for the Kohen. Yeah. The bottom line is he's trusted. Why? Because after all, what is he going to maximum get from this animal that's well, Bechor? Maybe a, maybe a piece of steak, right? Meaning maybe, if, the, if the Kohen's nice, he's going he's gonna to say, you declared this animal to have a blemish, okay. come, I'll give you a portion. But for a steak, for a piece of steak, you know what I'm saying? He, we're not worried that he's going to lie for that, okay? Or meaning cause the blemish directly and say it happened inadvertently, okay? Maybe even the other way, if he gets paid for... Each animal that he watches. He's a vested he's interest the other way around. Right, right. okay. Roe Kohanim be Israel, if it's the other way around, the Kohen shepherd, mm-hmm. 
for Yisrael's animal, he's not trusted. Why? Because they'll say, after all, I'm the guy who takes care of the animals. Right? He's not going to give it to some other Kohen. Who do you think he's going to give it to? Right? Who, I'm right? the first one in the line. I'm the first one in the line. I'm his good friend. I'm his, the one who care, takes care of the animals. So, I, so if anything, even though it's Yisrael's animal, I'm a Kohen. Remember that. Don't forget. Give it to me. So therefore, he's has a vested interest. We don't trust him. Okay? And surely, if it belongs to Kohen A, and it's the Kohen B, that's also a worry, because I'll declare on your animals that this was a blemish that happened by itself, and you'll declare mine. It's like a team, it's like one hand washes the, the other. The, the proper authority who determines the blemish cannot be a Kohen. That's one opinion. Again, the question is, what does it mean, Roy Yisrael, and what does it mean, Roy Kohen? Roy Yisrael means the actual shepherd is Yisrael, even if the Kohen owns it, and the Roy Kohen is a Kohen is the shepherd, even though Yisrael owns it. That's when it's that's when it's not acceptable. Kohen to Kohen is even surely bad. Now, comes along with and he says, He's more lenient. He says that as long as it's not his own animal, he's trusted. Okay. It's not his own. That's the story. Now, you're a suspect at all. You're suspect altogether. You're not acceptable. That's version A. Version B, okay, the other opinion. Rabbi Yochanan was one, Rabbi Loz is the other. We don't know who says which way. If their shepherd is for a shepherding for a Yisrael, for an Israelite, but he and they, the shepherd is a Kohen, they're believed. Why? Because they're going to say, I'm, Even though I'm a Kohen, but I know my place. I'm a low man on the totem pole. Who does the owner going to likely give the firstborn to? To a scholar, a, you know, an upstanding Kohen. He's not going to give it to the low man, a, a Kohen who's just a plain shepherd who's like an Amaretz. He has his standards. Okay, so I don't expect anything. So therefore, if I declare, if I declare that this happened, I have no reason to benefit from it, and therefore it's clean. He'll be, give a good, he'll give a Accurate so truth. Only He'll tell the truth. One the second. Yeah, you have the choice to give it to whoever you want. And I'm. Who do you think so he's going to give? He's look. He, he he you have to realize. No, that's one second. That's what he's talking about. So you're not understanding right. Tzovimir Banan is the is the Kolyungaman. It's the person who has hasn't got two times to rub together. He's sitting and learning. He's the bacher yeshiva bacher, and he's the coin. He has no food to put on the table. The shepherd at least earns a parnasa. That guy has nothing. So it's this rabbinic student that we look to help out. That's you're missing the ah, ah. personality. Okay. I thought we were talking to not the rosh yeshiva, not the rosh yeshiva. No, v'yavli didi. No way. Now roy kohanim v'ein yisrael. What if it's a shepherd for Cohen, but he is Israel. They're not believed. Okay, so we're not the, the the definition is the owner, not the shepherd, and they're not trusted. Why the Because they know they'll get a good steak out of it. Hey, a good steak is a good steak. Because what do you think? He's going to invite me to the meal, the Cohen. Good. Right. Exactly. 
So the koskin call a coin, surely a coin to a coin. The Lord Chayshin and although one coin won't benefit the other coin, but still the Chayshin and he'll definitely be given a stake, and that's still an issue. Comes a, comes a long Reb Shimon. Vas Reb Shimon lemeimar neman al shchaber beinu neman al shlatzmo. As long as you're testifying about somebody else's thing, not your own, you're trusted. Vas Reb Meir lemeimar hachoshal adaver l'donav l'meidol. You can't get involved at all. Now, bishlamu lemandi amaro Yisrael vein kohanim nemanim. If you go with the version that it's the the second version, that the Roi Yisrael who is a Kohen is trusted. Rameir is talking directly to him and saying, No, you can't test anything. Okay? But according to the opinion that says that Kohanim by Israel ain't him on him, Rameir is not telling us anything new. Right? That's the Tanakama. Okay? So the Gemara answers, that the difference will be how we apply this opinion of Rabbi Yeshua ben Kapusoi. What does Rabbi Yeshua ben Kapusoi say? The Tanya Rabbi Yeshua ben Kapusoi Omer. He says, If you have a firstborn by a Kohen, you need two people from the market to say it's okay. Meaning, I need Adim, so to speak to tell us that this happened by itself and it wasn't caused by the coin. One second. Not anybody, anybody, meaning not only a stranger, but even his children are trusted. And Rabbi Yossi Omer, even if it's ten people, but they're, live, they're, they're fed by the, they live in the household, anybody who's in the family, even if there's ten people in the family, they have a vested interest, they're not accepted at all. <laughs> Okay. We're not accepting the statement of the Roe, Ella, the the interest of the of the owner, of the future owner, right? I'm not sure what you're saying. What do you mean? At the beginning of the page we said that the Aroe is Roel, a shepherd Israel for a coin. No, no, you misunderstand. There's two scenarios there's two opinions. It smells fishy. No, it depends on the story. There's, there's two versions. One version is that you look at who the shepherd is and not the owner. The other version is we look at who the owner is, not the shepherd. Okay? When we say Cohen's an issue and Yisrael is not an issue, there's a discussion. Which one are we talking about? The Yisrael is not an issue when he is the shepherd or the Yisrael is not the issue when he's the owner? That's the discussion. Okay, so two versions to that. That's what was that. Put that aside. Now we're saying a question over here. According to the first version, okay, the first version we said is that what that means is that a, is that a roe coin is we look at the shepherd. If the shepherd's a coin, we don't trust him. Right? Now, isn't that exactly the same thing that Rabbi Rabbi Meir says? Rabbi Meir says we don't trust Kohanim. To say it about anybody, sure, so you're, because you're a suspicious person, you're not trusted to testify, right? Exactly. So the question is, is the, so which opinion? Is, so what's the difference in between the Tanakama that opinion and Rabbi Meir? The answer is, do we accept Rabbi Yeshua ben Kaposoy's opinion that a that a third party, an unrelated person, yes, who's just two expert. people from the street? Can we accept the calling to testify or not? 
according to Rabbi Shua, if you according to the Tanakama, the only problem is because he is the Kohen that's the shepherd. So he's expecting to get, he's thinking, who would he want to give it to more than me? I'm the one who takes care of his animals for him. So that's why I don't trust him. But if it was just a strange coin that was just there, he would be believed, right? That's, the, that's the, along the lines of Rabbi Shua ben Kabosoi. And Ramir says, I'm sorry, we don't believe anybody. Okay? Who's a Kohen? If you have any suspicion on this issue, you have no believability. That's the story. I just want to continue to get at least a little closer to the end. It's sad that you don't give him the benefit of the doubt. The poor coins untrusted. Yeah. Okay, listen, you know. Yeah, okay, let's just say, okay. Okay, so that, that, so now the Gemara is asking a new question. Who is this quote going like? It's a Suffolk Bechor. Okay, that it was by Yisrael. You need two new people from the market to say that this suffix bechor is permitted, and the blemish was not did not it was not caused by the Yisrael owner. Now, come on, that's like because we can't trust the old Yisrael owner because himself because after all he will benefit from it because when it's a bechor uh, when it's a, a right when it's a bechor that's a suffix. So who gets it? He gets to keep it, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Rav Nachman no, even the owner can testify because otherwise, think about it. Who can testify about Meiser altogether? Nobody can testify on Meiser, mm-hmm. according to Rav Meir. Okay? Because, why? Meiser, uh, because, because, what is, is Rav Meir's logic? Anytime there's a suspicious in any scenario, you never believe it. We can't believe it at all. So, but who has a suspicion by Meiser? All of Yisrael, because everyone, right? So then we can't trust anybody. So who's going to determine that the blemish happened by itself? Nobody's believed. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. Meiser vadi Everyone's believed by Meiser. As we know, there's a loophole that we, if he really wanted to benefit from the animal, he could have put a blemish before he ran them through the. Uh, the pen to bring them out one by one and if you would put a blemish on every one it'll land on a blemished animal and it'll be permitted right <laughs> so there's no need to look for uh, to cheat you're right but what about a suffix according to a mayor who could testify who's suspect even the Yisra- every old Yisrael is suspect a Kohen's also suspect so nobody's trusted so what's the story you're going to say there's no way to permit such an animal because even if it's a blemish, we'll say, well, maybe that was intentionally caused. Probably, uh, probably won't be accepted. So the answer is, mm-hmm. We do trust the Bailam. It's We only have a suspicion about Kohanim in general about these things, because in general, they're the ones who have benefits. But in, in, a, in the one or two scenarios where it happens to be a beneficiary is Israel, he doesn't have a suspicion on it because it's such a rare occurrence. And that's well, the bottom line. We don't know if the mother 